0: Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of the World of Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Tanea Hopkins. I'm a current entrepreneurship student at North Dakota State University who has always been fascinated by the world of entrepreneurship. In this podcast, we'll be hearing from entrepreneurs, students in entrepreneurship, faculty at NDSU who does research in entrepreneurship, and many more people who are in the world of entrepreneurship. For our guest of the show today, we have Lucy Finger. She and her husband, Ken Finger, has started On Technology Partners, where they have provided IT and network support, cybersecurity, and consulting services for the past 28 years. Here's how my interview with Lucy went. All right. Hi, Lucy. I just want to say thank you so much for being our first guest on the show. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so,
0: just to start off with the podcast or like the question, I just want to know what is one one characteristic that you think an entrepreneur needs as a leader?
1: So that's that's a great question. The I have lots of things that run around in my head. You know, communication. But, the one thing I keep coming back to is the willingness to learn. I've realized in, a, in my own company, which is on its 28th year right now, that that was one thing that actually really helped our company grow and help us move forward is that I kept going out and trying to learn more and better myself and put into place those things that would make make the company better. So. Willingness to learn, I think, is one of the greatest characters.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with that, too. Um, Just, like, willing to learn because I think most leaders need to, like, adapt to, and entrepreneurs, they always have to adapt to, like, their environment or, like, the people that they work with or anything, really. So I think willingness to learn is a great characteristic that an an entrepreneur needs. All right, um, and Lucy, because you are our first guest on the show, can you tell us more about you and your business? Um, okay, Lucy, can you tell us more about you and your business on technology on technology partners?
1: Absolutely. So on technology partners was started in 1994 by right, my husband and myself. so we are going on to 28 years and we are a cybersecurity business. So we consult with small businesses, help them with their cybersecurity. But we like to say we stand out because in the way we do is that, you know, we don't come in, do a service, send an invoice, get paid, and we're done. We really wanna partner with our clients and make sure that we're giving them what they need. We can help them grow. We're meeting with them regularly, learning what's going on, finding out the best way that we can help them.
0: Absolutely. And I love that you guys are just not like a one like service job. Like you just do that one service and you're done. You build relationships with your customers. Um, and especially congratulations on going on to your 28th year as Thank well. You.
1: Thank
0: you. Um, so If there is an entrepreneur who inspires you, who is it and why?
1: I have to say, as I think of different entrepreneurs, no one sticks out. There's usually little pieces and experiences that kind of hit me. But when I really think of what is it that's inspiring me to get up in the morning and keep going at this business, it really has to be my family. I'm really focused on making sure not just myself and my husband, but our our two kids, we're happy. We're living the life we want to live. We're doing what makes us happy. And so that's really what inspires me to go and keep going with our company to make it the best I want it to be so that we're all happy and living the life we want to live.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's great. Like your family still like inspires you not still, but they inspire you to like keep going with your business and like, um, just seeing you even with your podcast that we'll talk about later with the other entrepreneurs that you speak with. Um, it's great to see how those little pieces from them do inspire you as well. Um, I know most entrepreneurs don't see like them owning, owning their own business someday in the future as they were younger but have you always been interested in owning your own
1: business? So the answer is no I never had thought about owning a business. Uh, my first career path really came to me when I was nine so I was I was nine I was little I was playing with my doll you know just bopping around the, the living room and I was setting my doll down and I was helping it, meaning I was making it feel better. It was my patients, I was the nurse and I was helping it get better. And it hit me at that time I, when I was nine that, hey, I wanna be a nurse. And so from the time I was nine up until through my nursing career, I wanted to be a nurse. And so that's exactly what I did as my first job uh, before running on Technology Partners.
0: Oh, wow. Um, So on technology partners is IT. And (laughs) you went from being a nurse to um, the IT industry. What was that like for you?
1: It was it was different in that it's a different world. Technology is. But I had been a part of it a little bit. My husband, as I said, him and I had started the company. And it was IT based because that was his skills. So he was really doing a lot in the company. And I was actually helping him on the back end. So running payroll, doing the bank invoices, like all that back end. So I was already kind of a part of it and learning parts of technology. But the piece that really connects the nursing and the technology for me is how, as a nurse, I was helping people. But even in technology, that's where we're helping people. And so that's how I like to see and run the company is that we're out there to help people. And it happens to be with their cybersecurity.
0: Absolutely. Um, And just two really big important jobs, especially like now in this day with COVID, I think a lot of people are relying more and more on. On IT, especially in technology with people staying at home, you know, employees have to work at home and connect with their bosses and as well as nurses, you know, taking care of COVID patients. And among other patients who are experiencing other illnesses and sickness, Um, what made you go all the way in with IT, um, with on technology partners?
1: So it really happened back when my oldest was one. So he was born with a seizure disorder. And at this time when he was one, he was having issues and he was in the hospital. Now, at this time, I was a nurse manager at a hospital and I was running one of the floors. So I had taken off the week so that I could be with him in the hospital. Well, we finally, he was there for a couple of days, finally discharged him. We made it home. My husband and I, you know, sat on the couch, finally just trying to relax, but then my phone rings and so I pick up the phone and it's, it's my, not my boss, but it's the manager for scheduling who was told by my boss to call me and tell me that I have to come in and go to work. Now, I was very surprised. I I don't think I could even say a word. I didn't know. I was shocked because I was supposed to be off with my son. So I told her, you know what? I, I will take care of it. And I talked to my I actually called my assistant manager who was working at the time, and she said, We're fine. We don't need you. You know, stay home with your with your family. So I did that. I hung up the phone, and I just burst into tears. I couldn't believe that I was here with my sixth son, and they're calling me to come into work. And I actually remember sitting next to my husband, and I told him, once I was done crying, I said, i I can't work like that. I can't do it. So he said, what do you want to do? I said, I'm going to go tomorrow and talk to my boss. And I went in the next day. I did talk to her. You know, I said, did you have them call me? She said, well, yeah, I knew that you were home and your son wasn't home, you know, in the hospital so that you could come in. I said, how would you know? We just got home. Well, because the hospital I worked at was in the same system as the hospital my son was at she could see on the computer when he was discharged. And I just, I, I, again, I just felt like my heart was sinking into my stomach, I, I couldn't believe it. And I said, but I'm supposed to be home with him. And she said to me, and these are the words that really changed everything. She said, I leave my kids at home and come to work, even if they're sick, because work comes first. And when she said those, it just became so clear to me. I said, "Well, for me, family comes first, not work. And if that's how it is, I can't do this job." and i I quit that day. And when I went home and started talking with my husband, I was realizing that I was happy with the work I was doing with on technology partners, and that I could use that passion I had for helping people just in a different way. And we could also make our technology partners the way we wanted a business to be. Not a business that's going to say work comes first, but that says family comes first. And that's one of our core values that we even have posted up in the office to remind everybody that's what we're here for.
0: Absolutely. And I think too, I feel like with most jobs, um, a lot of jobs, tend to think like you have to like leave your family business out the door but really like it's your family you have to like you can't really take your mind off of it that's what drives you at work you know
1: right right I mean the reason people work at least for me is for my family that's why I'm working that's why we have our company and so that's where we want to focus not not work comes first
0: Absolutely. And I think, too, like it's important, especially for an entrepreneur running a business, you have to have like a work life balance, you know, and there's going to be times where for family, it's going to that's what outweighs work, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you were able to make like the decision that was right for you and your family at the time. and You knew what was right and wrong at the time.
1: Yes, that's that's something I have to say. I'm, I'm proud of that I did. I made that decision and didn't back down.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so with
0: that, you went into completely into technology from there. Um, what advice would you give to women that want to go into STEM as their career?
1: One of the things that I think about, especially in STEM, coming from you know, science and the healthcare, which was a little different as a nurse, There were mostly women into technology is technology was mostly men. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't realized it, it really kind of came to me when I went to a, a technology networking event and just by myself, my husband didn't come. And when I walked in the room, I kind of noticed that there's a lot of groups of people all around, you know, talking but they were mostly men. I can't even remember, maybe I saw one other woman. And I said, okay, I didn't think much of it at the time, but I went up to the one group, tried to start talking to them, introduced myself. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. And then they kind of shift and turn. So I'm like, no longer in the group. So I went to a different group and tried to start talking and kind of got the same reactions. After the third time I just left, I up and I left. And I realized later though, that I wish I would have stayed because that's one of the pieces of advice that I like to give girls, women who want to go to STEM is to stay and show that that stereotype is not true. And you belong there. I belong there as much as any of those other men did. And so it's giving that advice, don't back down from those stereotypes and be strong and keep going and show who you really are.
0: Absolutely. And I think too um mostly women need that like reminder more often than it's you know expressed in like the media in the media or like in their classrooms, especially where Now, like in college, um, most students in our engineering or any of our STEM majors are typically mostly men. And so it's harder for women to like raise their hand in class or ask for help in class, especially too when their professors are not women as well. They're also like male. So it's really important, I think, to have that reminder for them more often than, you know, we see it like. In social media, or just like in a society presence as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think we forget as women that we are strong, and that's good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first I gotta say I listen to Women Stars podcast, and I love it. Thank you. Um, I'm definitely subscribed to it now. So how did Women Stars um, podcast come about?
1: uh, So Women Stars, the podcast, it it came about because I started realizing as I was talking to women and even other women business owners that when we're not all together, we kind of felt like we were alone. Mm -hmm. And I realized when we got together, we were sharing a lot and helping each other and I really wanted that to go out to, to more women. I wanted women you know, in the world to say, hey, I'm not alone. There is somebody out there who understands me, who feels the same way. I, I've had people who listen to the podcast say, I'm so glad that person was on. I felt the same way and they didn't feel alone. And so just being able for all these women to share in that solidarity is really what I'm hoping to get with women stars. Yeah.
0: And what I like to just from listening to the podcast is that the women are not strictly just talking about like, their like businesses that they work in. Um, they're also talking about like their personal lives. And I think that's like a good aspect to like think about too, because, you know, like I said before, it is like a 50-50, you gotta have that work and life balance, but sometimes life does take over. So I really love how they do speak on their personal lives too. And it makes it relatable and like personable to other listeners that are listening.
1: Thank you. That's and that is what we want because we are women and but we're human. Everybody has a whole bunch of different sides to themselves. And a lot of times a lot of the business podcasts that are out there only talked about the business. And I think, you know, being able to be vulnerable and open up and let people know is what really lets people connect. And that's what it's about. Absolutely.
0: Um, And with that too, what is one aspect do you think you like most about the podcast?
1: One of the things I like is how we have that connection with other women and how we can share and let them know that they're not alone. I think a lot of times I I know for myself, there's times that I kind of felt like, okay, I'm alone. Who, Who can help me? Who can understand? And another woman in similar situations can really help. And I think women want to help each other. And so that's one of the things I liked in the Women's Stars is that we're able to help each other. We have a diverse you know, kind of women, their jobs, everything they've gone through, and it's going to hit somebody out there that they can connect with. Absolutely. Um, well, with your business,
0: um, with your husband, how do you keep a work-life balance um, as being an entrepreneur? And in this case, you guys are co-entrepreneurs because you guys are um, husband and wife working in the same business
1: hmm. So that that is a challenge. I, I won't say it was because it still is. And I think it's something that I know for myself, I have to think about every day. And, and you're absolutely right, because my husband and I both run the company. It can be 24 seven that we're talking about uh, technology partners. And that's not what we want. And so one of the things that I remember, I remind myself is the saying that they say on the airplane when you're going to take off. And they say put on your oxygen mask first before you help whoever you need to help and so that reminds me that you know what if i'm not healthy and at my best i can't help the people around me whether it's my family or our clients our employees i have to be healthy in order to do that so i remember that saying to put your oxygen mask on first And it reminds me that every day I have to put on my calendar to take care of myself. I have to schedule that self-care, make it one of the tasks that I do in a day, because it should not be an afterthought. And many times it becomes an afterthought, and I want to make sure it doesn't. So I try and put those things in place, get it on my calendar. It's one of the things I do today. I have to do self-care so I can be there to help the people I want to help.
0: Absolutely. And I love that you do the, os- the oxygen mask um, um, analogy, just because I feel like a lot of people think that they always have to be willing to help others, which is great. But then sometimes I can take over well, helping yourself too, especially, you know, you're working in a business that like you're leading other people as well as, you know, you're like one of the leaders in your family as well um, so that's really great. I love that you use that analogy
1: thank you yeah it for me, if there's a picture or a saying, something that can kind of help me get myself back and centered, it's always helpful. so that's one I definitely use very frequently,
0: yeah,
1: well. This is the last
0: question, but if you have any advice for anyone that is starting a business, um, what would it be?
1: So my advice, I guess my number one advice would be don't think you have to do it alone. Don't think you have to know how to do everything. As an entrepreneur and a small business owner, we wear so many different hats. I might be the leader. I might be a manager. I might be A worker doing those day to day. And so I think we have to remind ourselves that we don't have to be the expert in everything. And one of the things I learned, and it took me some years to learn, was reach out to those people, you know, have a relationship with an accountant, a banker, a lawyer, all those different aspects so that they can help you. You know, I used to think, well, must be something wrong with me. I'm weak because I can't run this business by myself, I should be able to. But the truth is, what I learned is that you need those people to help you and support you. And that's what actually makes you stronger and a stronger company as well. So my advice is always reach out to those people, develop those relationships, and ask for help when you need it.
0: I love how you said you... reach out to people especially diversifying what kind of people you reach out to um and one of my classes i took last semester at ndsu was um managing the family business and one of the things they talked about and um, because we were learning about board directors was reaching out to different types of people that you should have on your board of directors or um just to have around your business so they can guide you in that way as like a lawyer, a banker, an accountant, like you said before. I like that you pointed that out because a lot of people usually don't typically point that out to entrepreneurs.
1: Thank you. And you're right. A lot, a lot of times they don't, or sometimes they don't explain the reason. And so I know myself as an entrepreneur, especially in the beginning, I'm like, I can't afford an accountant. I can't afford to pay the lawyer. Um, there's, there's a different way of thinking of that, because in, in my situation, when I finally hired the accountant, I actually was saving money because mm-hmm. it wasn't having these penalties I had to pay and this interest having to pay because I wasn't doing things the right way. And so I actually saved money in the end. And I think it's hard for people to understand that, especially entrepreneurs, when you're so involved in your own business. So that reaching out, absolutely, that's perfect.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lucy, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for being our first guest.
1: I'm so happy to be. Thank you so much.
0: Before the episode ends today, thank you so much, Lucy, for letting me interview you. I'm so glad I got to learn more about you, your transition and career paths in the start of On Technology Partners and the Woman Stars podcast. I would like to also thank the audience for tuning into the first episode of the World of Entrepreneurs. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and Anchor FM. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.